welcome to open house. <laughs> hi! It's like a rooster. Hi! Uh, hi, welcome to open house party <laughs> and OHP uncut. These are our raw, uncut, unedited interviews from open house party. My name is Cannon. Thank you for joining us. This was a video. There was a video to this. It was on Zoom with Vincent Boone, and I somehow messed it up. Bottom line, if there's a way to mess it up, I can do it. I've done it several times now. But we've got the audio. We've got Benson Boone, who is a really nice guy. He'll tell us why he quit, walked away from American Idol. Who does that? Why would you possibly do that <laughs> in, in the middle of it when you're doing good? He's going to tell us a story, and all of a sudden, it's going to make sense to you. Today, the new song is Ghost Town. It's Benson Boone. Go ahead and click subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, if you're on the regular podcast, subscribe, and that's your chance to win a virtual meet and greet with your favorite artist all by clicking subscribe. Benson Boone, let's go. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. So how the hell are you? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? I'm excellent, man. Where are you, home? I'm, I'm not home. Home is Vegas. I'm in L.A. right now. Oh, okay. Uh, it looks like, where are you, in a hotel or where? Uh, I'm at, I'm at my, my manager's friend's house because I was oh, in a okay. hotel. I had to check out early, so. Now, you pointed out your shirt before we got on. Can you point it out a little closer and explain what we got going on? Uh, we got a little Deer Lake shirt going on, and I purchased this bad boy at Goodwill last year. So it's a solid find and one of my favorites. There is nothing better than going to a thrift store and digging through and finding the perfect little gem. And you're like, holy shit, this is it meant for me. <laughs> it really is the best. It's the best because it's cheap and it's solid and it's worn in. It's like, boom, that's my shirt right there. Is that where you do the majority of your shopping? Where do you find yourself doing the majority of, of your clothes buying? Um, wow, that's a great question. Yeah, honestly, probably, probably thrift stores is where I do the majority of my shopping, but I don't really shop for clothes a lot. It's usually like I get a new pair of shoes more often because I go through them so fast. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of goodwill. So where do you find yourself spending your money then? Like for me, it's going out to eat and, and obviously drinks. Um, where do you, where do you find most of your money going? Honestly, most of my money goes into plane tickets to see my friends because, I, I mean, I live in Vegas and I Dan Reynolds is kind of my mentor, but I don't like I mean, he's a busy guy. I don't get to see him every day. So I don't really have a lot of friends there, um, but I have a lot of close friends that are kind of everywhere around the U.S. So most of my money is spent just going going to see him. Yo, tell me about that relationship with Dan Reynolds. Now, how did that come to be you your your career is like a unicorn man this is not the usual path to success that, that most artists come up in how did you get connected with the lead singer of imagine dragons and and what is that relationship like yeah um first of all i've, I've never had someone call my career a unicorn but i i love i love it so much um but yeah so as you know i was doing american idol um last year and Literally, like just a couple of days after I quit, um, he reached out to me on social media, just on, on Instagram. He DM'd me and he was like, hey, I love your voice and I love your style. And I would love to just write it with you for a couple of days um, in Vegas. And so I just flew out to Vegas like you can't turn down Dan Reynolds um, and wrote with him for three days. And after that, I guess that was kind of like a test, but he said he really liked me. 
and wanted to work with me. So I flew home, packed a suitcase, and the next day I moved to Vegas and I was sleeping on uh, his beanbag for two months. So are you shitting me? You lived at Dan Reynolds' house on a beanbag? It was it was a crazy two months, but um yeah, so he like I just started working with him a lot more and eventually I signed to his label and Warner. That's like unbelievable. So tell me about when you sat down to write with him for the first time. Here's someone you don't know intimately. And I don't know how uh, easily sharing your feelings comes to you. But if I sit down with a stranger, me pouring out my my soul and my guts immediately is probably not going to happen. What did you write about? What? How do you even start the process when you sit down with a complete stranger and say, I'm going to write with you? Um, well, first of all, Dan Reynolds is that's that's another case. I mean, you walk in the room with him. He's like six, five. He's absolutely yoked. He's just ripped. And it's like it's like the Giants coming to meet you. I'm like, I mean, I'm like barely even six foot, like going to meet him. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so scary. <laughs> And I've never even written before. So I was like intimidated and nervous and scared. Um, but he's so nice. He just came up to me. He's like, Benson, it's so great to meet you. Today's going to be a crazy day for you. Just relax, open up. It's going to be okay. Like, we're just here to see, you know, kind of teach you the basics and see how it goes. Like, he was so nice. And I, right, right off the bat, after he started talking, I was like, Oh, thank goodness. And it was like, it actually just happened really naturally. I just kind of started writing and got the hang of it really quick. And the first day we wrote a great song. Started writing about what though? Like when you put pen to paper and, and start with nothing, what's the first thing that comes out? What, what, what did you feel the need to release first? Well, usually, I mean, usually like, the person you're writing with or you will just ask like what's going on in your life right now what are you struggling with what are you doing well with and that's kind of what I was doing and I had just I mean quit one of the biggest tv shows in the world and so that's kind of what I was going through right there I was like well I don't know where my life is headed and I don't know what I'm doing and this is something I've never done before and so we just kind of went off that and yeah it was it was great that's an amazing story so for people that don't know, why did you walk away from American Idol? What was it that you didn't feel like was a great fit? Yeah, that's and a lot of people are probably wondering that. But um, really, while I was on the show, um, I see like a lot of the contestants there. They've been working at it their whole lives. They know that's what they want to do. And I just kind of wasn't in that mindset. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what kind of artist I want to be or what kind of songs I wanted to write. I had never even written a song. I was just very, like, not an artist yet. And so I decided I could either finish out the show, go as far as I can and do the best I can and still just be unsure of kind of who I am as an artist. Or I could step away from the show, take some time to figure that out and break myself as an artist on my own. And so I did. And I think, I think it's working. Bro, it is working, but how many people thought you were out of your damn mind when you told them oh. you were thinking about walking away from the show? They're probably like, uh, really? <laughs> I know. I told, I told my parents that. I'm like, hey, mom, hey, dad. Um, yeah, I'm quitting American Idol. And they were like, uh, <laughs> you're, doing, 
doing what? And they're like, I mean, they're super supportive, but obviously they're going to be a little skeptical about that. But yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people thought I was crazy and which is totally understandable, but it's, you know, it's working out now. It is working out. Why do you think it is working out? What do you think it is that's resonating with people? And it clearly is. Well, I think, um, like, I mean, I only have one song out, but when you hear Ghost Town and when you go on Spotify and look at Ghost Town to see my videos, like, this is literally who I am. I mean, this is 100% me. I drew my own artwork. I wrote my own song. It was my lyrics and my experience. And, like, all of it is personal to me, which I didn't mean that in, like, a... I'm the best way. I meant that in like, that's, you're seeing like a page into my personal diary. I mean, it's like, that is 100% Benson Boone and it's authentic and it's not like some kid on a show that just happens to be able to sing someone else's song. It's like, that's my song. That's my music. And it's here for you. So it's like, I think people are finally understanding like what I wanted them to understand that it's just like me as an artist. So tell me about Ghost Town then. Uh, what what experience were you drawing from for that song? Because it doesn't sound like it was a fully positive experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's kind of two different things. Um, one, it's like I was in the middle of moving to Vegas and pursuing music and like totally just something I had never done before. So it's it's like one to me, it's a very mature song, like a mature love song. Um, and so it's kind of me developing my emotional maturity. But also, it's like, I didn't have any relationship experience at that time, because I didn't have a girlfriend. And my best friend did, and I was his therapist for that relationship. And so he would always talk to me about their problems, which probably isn't great. But it's okay, because it worked out. Um, and so I also wrote about like, his relationship that I was kind of helping him through. So those are like the two things I wrote about. Never had a girlfriend, had never written a song, walked away from American Idol, global success. Not the usual, not the <laughs> usual path. That's the unicorn I'm talking about, man. But I think it all comes down to talent. Talent always wins and you've got that and you exude it uh, in your personality and in your writing and in your performing is obviously it speaks for itself. So it's definitely a, a path that's working for you, man. Congratulations. Thank you so much. That means the world. It really does. Now, are you enjoying it right now? Because I think that's part of the key. If you talk to artists and you ask them, like, what do they regret if they could go back and do something different? They say they would slow down and enjoy the process as, as they're moving through it. Are you taking time to absorb it and have a good time? Oh, in every way. It's been, like, literally the best. Like, since releasing that song... I mean, it's been it's been amazing. I've been able to go to Europe and just all these crazy places I've never been to before. And I've been able to meet fans and just sing for people like it is. I am enjoying it more than, you know, it's it's amazing. How surreal was that going to Europe and hearing these people sing your lyrics back to you? That had to be the cool. best high you can imagine. Yeah. And I mean. I've done some crazy things like like cliff jumping wise, like jumping off huge cliffs and feeling this big adrenaline rush or like trying quadruple backflip off a bridge into a river. Like like just I've done things where you would feel like you're just on top of the world. But that is like a whole a whole other feeling. I mean, that rush is like you have 
15,000 people screaming your song that you wrote. And it's like it unmatched. I mean, it's so, it's so crazy. And it's so, I understand why touring is like the biggest goal for people because that's like addicting, like that feeling of just so much support coming to you. It's crazy. It was, it was like definitely by far the craziest experience of my life. And now you got to keep it going, you know, with the songwriting. What else have you been writing about? How many songs do you have? And when do you see an album? Um, yeah, so that's kind of been my focus for the past, I mean, seven months since I since I moved to Vegas. It's just writing songs. Um, so I've just been writing and writing and writing and writing. I honestly have no idea how many songs I have right now, um, but a good amount. And so... Now we're just kind of focused on the next release, which is Room for Two, yeah. um, mid-February. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're doing like exactly what you said earlier, taking it slow, enjoying the process, but just making sure to stay on top of things. So yeah, it's like this year will probably be the year of my first album. But yeah, we're kind of just figuring all that out right now. So it's like <laughs> everything's up in the air. Hey, figuring it out as it as it comes has worked pretty damn good for you. So I have all the faith in the world that it's going to continue to, man. <laughs> Thank you. I do, too. I do, too. Well, enjoy the ride, man. Thank you. We're going to play Ghost Town. Uh, it means a lot to us that you sat down with us today. And uh, we'll catch you again when you roll through town, man. All right. Amazing. Thank you so much, Mike. And it was great to meet you. It was great to meet you, too. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon.